0: Hello, and welcome to Cowgirl Artists of America's podcast, a podcast dedicated to Cowgirl artists. I'm CAA's founder and your host, Megan Wimberly. I am a working artist myself, and I know personally the level of work and commitment that goes into this business. In this episode, I talk with Western artist Kinsey Artfitch. Kinsey is a past Art of the Cowgirl Fellowship recipient whose inspiration comes from her Western upbringing, as well as a strong rodeo and ranching way of life. She currently resides in rural South Carolina with her husband and four small children. Together, they train horses, rodeo, and raise cattle. Kinsey and I discuss the very real struggle of balancing all the responsibilities of an art career with our daily life. We talk about time management, the importance of family, and finding your rhythm. And now for a quick note from our sponsor. Just kidding. Our podcast is brand new, so our sponsor is us. But Cowgirl Artists of America is worth telling you about. CAA was founded on the belief that Calgirl artists deserve equal representation in the art world. We have heard time and again about the barriers for entry for cowgirl artists, and the numbers don't lie. We are severely underrepresented. Calgirl Artists of America is working hard to change that. We are cultivating community and providing resources and education to help Calgirl artists grow their business and improve their craft. If you aren't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Calgirl Artists of America and sign up for our mailing list at www.calgirlartistsofamerica.org. We'd love for you to join us.
1: Hello. Hey,
0: Megan. Hey, yay, it worked. Well, cool. Are you ready to get started?
1: Yeah, we'll go for it.
0: Why don't you describe what your vision is for your art?
1: Actually, it ends up coming back to the same thing over and over, and that is really just I absolutely love the West. I was born and raised in Southern Colorado and very much in ranching community and lifestyle and just, I was immersed in it and it's all I knew. And then um, my heart is just still in the West and the Western way of life, the Western, it's just who we are and I cannot get away from it no matter where we go. And, and also much of that is just the people and the, the, just the, the spirit of of the people um, and the culture in the west that's that's really it seems to be in my art that's what inspires me the most and you're self- taught yeah. Right? yeah, you know it's kind of a funny story i I was um <laughs> I was raised my my dad was an artist, a professional artist and in my opinion, one of the best I've ever seen. He had a pretty rough go of it he um was paralyzed from the waist down when I was a little girl and so he, that's when he discovered that he had something he could do with, with his art and trying to support a family on that. Uh, being raised around that, I, I always had a pencil and a sketchbook at all times when <laughs> everywhere we went, but I also had no interest in anything my dad was doing. I didn't, I didn't want to hear or know anything that he was doing. I just wanted to be a kid, but I did love to draw everywhere I went. I would draw and draw and draw. And he and they encouraged that, and I'm so glad. And they used to say, "Boy, you've really got to do something with that." And I, I wanted nothing to do with an artistic career. I mean, you could not have paid me. So it, it's kind of hard to say that I haven't had any formal training, and yet I know that there's been a lot that I've picked up because I see it now that so much of what I do it does um, echo what my dad, what I saw here and there, my dad do or or whatnot. And in 2019. I received the Art of the Cowgirl Fellowship um, Scholarship for Fine Art in, with Jan Mapes. I had never painted in my life prior to 2019. So I went and spent a week with Jan, and that's where she introduced me to oil painting. It was really just a pretty pretty uh, brief introduction um, and also into color color theory and all the color. It just it opened up a whole new world to me. So I spent a week with her, and then when I got home, I just kind of let loose and went at it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's so interesting how, um, just one little thing can change the course of your life. You know, in the moment, it's just the thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then you look back and you're like, that literally turned my life in a different direction.
1: Isn't that the truth? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it seems like you don't really have a choice either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, so I know you mentioned being a busy mama. What what are your main responsibilities that you're juggling each day?
1: Holy smokes! Are you <laughs> sitting down? No, I'm kidding. Um, well, so we 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 live um, a little bit of an unusual life, or for, I guess not conventional, in that we we've homeschooled since the beginning. Um, we also live very rural. We have we raise cows. We've we rodeo. Um, we just we stay very very busy, but it's it's a lot of fun, and and we we are so grateful um, to be able to live this life. It's a lot of work, but so they just their age is ten on down to three, and so it's just always a lot going on, <laughs> to put it mildly, and um, it keeps us very busy. And then art on top of that is like it's just a lot.
0: So what. In a week or in a day, whichever makes most sense to you, how much are you painting?
1: That's a good question. It's kind of hard to exactly articulate that, but I will say I've trained myself. I do wake up um, sometimes 3.30, sometimes 4.30 if I'm slacking 5.30, but I try to keep it around 4.30 five max um, and just just get a few hours before the kids get in those are my best hours start the day with coffee and I try to get in the word God's word a little bit and just get some get the day going right and then then I have a few hours before they get up and that I get a lot done and then then we start school and do chores and kind of have our routine and then nap time praise the Lord for nap times that's (laughs) when I really go at it again too (laughs) And I'll get a lot done then, and and then if we've got school finished up, I'll try to get in a little bit more. But then we've usually got horses to ride and more chores and lots of other just work around here to do. And the rest of the day is it's hard to nail down, but I do try to get at least three or four hours in a day um, on a good day.
0: <laughs> That's pretty incredible, especially for homeschooling and having the ranch to take care of. That's a lot of painting. Are you naturally a morning person?
1: No, <laughs> no. With each child, you learn to get up a little bit sooner and a little bit. And that time is so precious <laughs> to get up early and it's just so quiet. And so I've had to definitely discipline myself to do that. And it's, it's also been, it's just been something I've had to do over the years. But now it's natural. Like I don't set my alarm at all, but my body just knows oh, it's time. Got to get at it. Oh, and wow. so I'm, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And I love it. It's, it's my absolute favorite time of the day because at night I am shot. I don't, you don't want to see me paint or do anything at night because it won't be pretty.
0: <laughs> so What time are you going to bed at night?
1: Oh boy. It just depends on what adventures we have for the day. But <laughs> I would say I, I'd love to be in bed by nine, but it seems like, especially in the summertime, golly, we don't get to bed until 1030 because we are outside working or riding till it gets dark and it gets dark so late. So yeah, I try to get to bed early, but it doesn't always happen.
0: (laughs) Do you take a day off of everything or some things like, do you have a day that you consider a rest day?
1: No, you know, I, if I see an opportunity when it should be a rest time and I'm feeling like I can get at it and it's a good time, I'll go ahead and start painting and jump in there and take advantage of them of the moment. But I do try to be I try to be really, really careful because I am a mom and a wife, I feel like the world has such a message to women that it's lesser choice to be a stay at home mom or a wife. And I feel like there's just this push, like it's maybe looked down on if you're not doing a full time career or trying to do something more. And So it's very important to me that I don't get that turned around because I feel strongly like God has given me distinct abilities and talents to do certain things. I believe every woman does in in so many different areas and many that I don't have, But and, and that it brings glory to God for those women to do those things, but not at the cost of the very people that he's put in your life because people are people are more important than anything. And so people are what is most important in relationships. And so with, sometimes I get so frustrated because I feel like I'm not getting enough done. And boy, if I just, if I didn't have them around all the time, how much more could I get done? And oh, I got to stop myself. I'm like, wait a minute, stop. That is, we're getting this mixed up again. I do the art because it enables me to be a stay-at-home mama, and that's the blessing. And and I don't ever want to turn that around because they are the most important work ever in my life. And so, um, and there will be a season, you know, because seasons change. And also, I feel like, I really feel strongly that being a mom has truly made me a better artist. Because had I not been a mom and had the responsibilities I have, I would not be nearly as disciplined. I've had to learn so much about discipline and working hard, work ethic and scheduling and all that.
0: Yeah. I think it is so hard to find balance and whether it's like between your, you know, your role as a mom or, you know, a wife or a partner, or if, maybe if you're working another job or whatever it is, and then also taking time for yourself too. I think it can yeah. be, can be really hard. And I'm in this incredibly beautiful space. And there are days where I don't go outside for like, sometimes I'll step outside. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like it's like a sin that I did not go out and enjoy the beauty around me. And and it's just that I have so much work to do. And I sit there in this yeah. one spot and I, I'm like power through power through power through. And I I've noticed
1: yeah
0: in the last month about the time Sunday hits, I am like I am not doing anything on Monday. I have got to go outside and not look at my computer. And so when we, when we recognize those things in big ways, it's easier for us to be like, okay, yeah, I, I need to take a break or I'm going to get burned out. But it's important to recognize before we get to that point. And so for me, yeah. like one of the things I've been doing instead of having like an afternoon cup of coffee, I make some homemade hot chocolate and it's like delicious. And it gives me that little boost and it's such a pleasure to have. And so I've started using that when I'm like, oh man, I really, I need that cup of chocolate to get me through the rest of the day. I'm like, okay, this is a a reminder to me that I need to take a moment and do something different before I allow myself to make the drink, you know, I sit down and do a little bit of yoga or stretching or go out for a run. And that's been helpful, but it is, it is really hard whenever you have so many responsibilities. Like I know that you do to find that time to chip away for yourself. It just feels like a constant, um, to me, it kind of feels like running downhill. It's like, you're just going downhill and you, you just have to you have to keep with the momentum,
1: you know. Yeah. yeah, that's a good analogy. I know I I think that um it's it's just something that it, it is it is once you finally think you've got it figured out a season will change and I I I just try to roll with it and I know like one of my favorite um pastors he's passed away now but he always used to say blessed are the flexible for they shall not be broken. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like just roll with it and when you have a minute to just and I think you know too with resting I think that is so important like Sunday we do try to rest more and we definitely go to church it's an hour drive so it takes a big chunk of the day but I've learned that like man I could get so much done I'm like no this is this the best time because it's our family time it's time that we really get filled up and that makes me better it makes me a better artist it makes me a better mom so it's like when we do take care of ourselves, like you said, and take care of, it's it does, it comes back around because, yeah, if we get depleted, then I think it shows in our work. <laughs> and I get tired of seeing my stuff. Like, I want to break. Like, I'm tired of looking at my paintings. I'm tired of looking at my stuff. Yeah. After, <laughs> so getting,
0: a, certain, yeah. after a certain point, it's like, you can't even see what it looks like anymore.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and the other thing is, you know, and I feel like I kind of have like an intimate, um, understanding of this because I've told you before, but you know, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and thank God it's managed really well. I have a great doctor and I really, at this point, knock on wood, don't have hardly any symptoms from it anymore. Um, but whenever I first was diagnosed, I was really sick and it gave me this understanding of, I can't bet my life away in my future. I think so many people think, Oh, I'll do that I'll do that next year. Yeah. I'll do that when I retire. And for me, it's a very real possibility that when I retire, I'm not going to be able to go on that hike. And wow. I really hope that that's not the case. And I try to be really positive, yeah. but, but I just have, you know, and that's true for everybody. I mean, anybody could get in their car and get in an accident and have a very yeah. bad result come from that. And and exactly. so I think like just remembering yes, your work is important. And yes, your goals are important. And nothing, nothing hardly really beats some hard work. But at the end of the day, we aren't even guaranteed the next second. And like, how can we try to make sure that we're, we're living our life in a way that we can be proud in all areas of it. And that can be, it can be such a hard thing.
1: Yeah, man, you are so right. I, I am right there with you. It's, that is that's so true. Just being all in, ready to ready to go. My my grandma was a lot like that. She was incredible. I mean, she'd be ready to go rafting when she was like eighty. I mean, she's like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. And I really learned from her. She was always up for anything, anytime. And I get it now because you just you don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. And I think that's awesome because. Uh, I think that's probably going to help you go a lot longer and stronger with that attitude too, Megan. Yeah, I
0: hope, I hope so. I I'm trying to work through not being afraid to venture out, but yeah, I really like your grandma's attitude because it is like taking those, those opportunities and it, yeah, it's just so easy to make excuses to not do them. But so like when yeah. you're say you've been in a really good groove, if you feel like holistically your schedule has been working really well Um, And then whatever it is, like, I know you guys have been sick recently and that throws everything off. Do you have any strategies for getting that groove back?
1: Well, I think obviously just, it's so hard. You never, yeah, you don't know. I mean, from, oh, guess what? The cows got out to, oh, you know, this, you know, I just had a horse with an iron injury a couple days ago too, and I've got to treat him every day. And then there's another one that's got a leg injury. And then my youngest has croup and my husband's, it's just one thing after another. And you just, honestly, it's just like by the grace of God go I, and you just get back out, you just get back at it and start fresh every day and just start, start do as best you can rest as, as, as often as you can. And also one thing I've really learned this year too, is with deadlines and pressure and whether it's commissions or shows or whatever you're trying to meet the deadline for, it's not the end of the world. If you, a lot of times what we build up in our mind, yes, you do want to meet your deadline, but so often the pressure is from us. Like we want to be perfect. We've got to have it this way, this way, or, but you know what, sometimes things just don't happen the way we see it and they end up working out even better sometimes if it doesn't happen perfectly when or how we want it. So I've, I've been learning to just go with it (laughs) because life is crazy. As you know, it's just trying to schedule this podcast with me (laughs) (laughs) because you just got to go with it and, and just try again the next day. That's all you can do. Um, and I don't, I don't live by a strict, rigid schedule because I don't, I don't know how you can with a lot of kids. I know some moms do, I and I, my hats off to them because I can't. I've tried, I can't do it. But just, I think more of the routine and the the rhythm in the house and the rhythm of how you run your life is more important than the actual schedule because then that allows for some variances and and curveballs thrown in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I find like if I, I for myself have to be pretty rigid, which I for the most part don't have any children around. But whenever my partner's daughter is here, then um, I'm really actively involved with her and my whole schedule just totally changes. And yeah. she's a delightful child. Like I love having her around yeah. and I love engaging with her. But as far as my productivity on my business goes, yeah. it's just yeah. like, in the negative and I have yeah. such a hard time getting back in my groove, like, which I think this year is going to be better. Cause I, I just have so much to balance at this point that it's not even mm-hmm. an option to yeah. like, I, yeah. I just had to come to the realization that yes, working for yourself is wonderful and you can be flexible when you need to, but you also yeah. really have to honor that time that's for work. And so yeah. I, I've gotten better at, at that about recognizing, I have to do these things this week. Like I can't just keep putting them off, and so yeah. that's better. But yeah, man, when I get out of that out of that groove, it just can be so hard.
1: You know, one thing for me, I will say that helps me because I I don't do well living by the clock because I get frustrated and I just kind of give up if it doesn't work out one day or another. But the drive, the internal drive, is what keeps me pushing and pushing and pushing cuz I'm I'm extremely driven but I'm not a driven person naturally um I'd have to say it kind of goes along with what you mentioned your attitude about life because you know you don't know what tomorrow brings and it's it's kind of similar it's in that I feel like this ability to this artistic ability that God's clearly just dumped in my lap I feel like I am, I want to be the best steward of it as I can, because it's, it's clearly a gift and it's something that's um, been just, it's a blessing. And so I don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste a day because I don't know what tomorrow would bring. So that, that drive is what keeps me getting back on track when I get out of rhythm. You know what I mean? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely that, that's when I finally do get on track, that is what I, what is getting me there but I you know and I also wonder do you whenever you get off schedule or you're like not feeling very productive do you feel guilty about it
1: well I would like to have an opportunity to try (laughs) (laughs) I don't let I don't get I don't let myself get you off track because also I'd say it's a little bit different too because before I had kids um it it would have been very different. So I I guess I do under I do understand now that I have kids. It's also sitting down or standing at my easel or whatever is is so relaxing for me. And so even when I get off track or if I haven't been doing it for a while, I miss it. So oh, yeah. I hurry up and get I I get back in there as fast as I can. But I no I don't I don't feel guilty really because I I just know. There's so much more guilt out there. (laughs) There's enough to go around. So I don't need more guilt, Yeah. but, um, mostly I feel guilty, um, when I spend too much time in front of the easel and not enough time with my kids. And I'm like, you know what, this is not, this is not, and this is needs to stop. I need to stop. And, And then, and then everybody's happy.
0: I definitely feel guilty when I'm not painting enough. And, um, both fortunately and unfortunately you know I haven't recently been able to paint as much and um, you know for me there for a while I hit a stride where and I couldn't do this forever, but for several weeks i've been painting eight to 10 hours a day and was just. Being really productive but. I started realizing that what I had been doing was I would focus really heavy on one thing and then I would focus really, Mm -hmm. so maybe I'd focus really heavy on painting for a while and then I'd switch over and I'd focus really heavy on social media or whatever it was, you know, these various aspects. And that's not really (laughs) a good way to keep things going, but Mm there, my amount of time that I've been able to paint recently has really dropped. Just, it's kind of just that time in the year that I'm doing some planning and things, but I definitely yeah. like, I'm like, oh, I feel a little guilty. And and then whenever I sit down to paint, it just feels so good. Yeah. It's such a zen, happy, peaceful place to be.
1: Don't you think too, like kind of like working out that sometimes when we do take an extended break, we actually come back better. Don't you think sometimes? Yeah,
0: sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I think, yeah, it is interesting. You know, there's like science behind, um, Sleep and your brain processing things. And I definitely think that there is some truth to that. So, I wanted to talk about uh, a couple more things real quick before we get off, but specifically for scheduling. So, we got a lot of people who are just so busy and trying to balance all their things. And so, maybe sharing some tips or tricks. One thing for me that I've just started this year that has been really helpful is I've scheduled certain business side of things to reoccur Mm -hmm. on certain days of the month. And so I know, for example, that every first Monday, I'm going to send out a newsletter for my own art and for Cowgirl Artists of America. Mm -hmm. And for the week two, every Sunday, I have to have written a blog for Cowgirl Artists of America. And so there's just different, different tasks that reoccur. And for me, that has really helped me manage my mental chaos of scheduling because yeah. i just know what to expect and i can just tell google to reschedule it every month are there any wow. things like that that you're using
1: no you've helped me tremendously in that area actually <laughs> so <laughs> um and so hopefully i'll be getting even better in that area but it's because it, it is hard just with so many variables in my day just more the rhythm but i do think um When I do start letting myself slack with getting up later and later, that's my prime time um, is early in the morning. That's when I think the clearest and everything. And so when I let that start slipping, I need to definitely get get back on the ball with getting up early and get just keeping that, that rhythm and that routine and being really protective of it. And to me, it's very important. I immediately, when i getting my coffee, I will spend a couple of minutes just reading the Bible. And that just helps get my mind right. And I can really tell a difference when I don't. <laughs> and also just coffee. <laughs> but, but other than that, I, it's, it's just, I'm in this season of absolute chaos, to be honest with you. And so it's just the rhythms and keeping that as best as I can throughout the day it helps my whole family and myself just to stay on track. But other tips and tricks, I'd have to say, probably just getting on a call with you and getting some mentorship going with how to schedule my days <laughs> that's my tip <laughs> you are very you are very helpful and so I would encourage anyone to um, to give you a call and and get get some ideas because you have a just a plethora of ideas on things that I have no idea beforehand so I do have a little planner but it sometimes it goes out the window but I do try to to write down in general the goals I need to have by the, the you know the hard deadlines and then I've got here's what I'd like to accomplish this week in my paintings or which paintings I need to complete or which commissions I need to get done or whatever and by what date so I try to stick by that as best I can but again because we are we just have such a crazy season right now I have to be flexible so I do a lot for a lot of extra time in there because it. It doesn't, I, I very rarely get to just sit and do nothing. In fact, I don't even know when I've done that, but (laughs) so I've got to just keep going with the flow, but, um, but I, it's good to have friends like you, (laughs) that's for sure.
0: (laughs) I'm glad that I can be helpful.
1: (laughs) Yes, you definitely are. You have, you have a lot of good, um, good insights and, and, and wisdom.
0: Well, thanks. Yeah. So, um, I think, I guess just for, for everybody listening, I would say also that, um, a couple things to keep in mind is that something that works for someone may not work for you. And so like, I yeah. know for me, it would, it would have to be an extreme case where I could wake up at three or four 30 in the morning to paint. Um, <laughs> And,
1: yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah.
0: And you know, for sure, there's that point where you are passionate and dedicated and you do it. And that's, there's a lot to be said for that. But I think one of the things that I've worked really hard to do is to work with myself and not against myself. Because for a long time, yeah. I would set up strategies that were beneficial to like, these business dudes, you know, that were really successful and they would write about it. And I would read something they wrote and and be like, Oh, you know, like, I got to do this. And it's so hard and I'm kind of failing at it. And I realized that it was because I was trying to build a structure that was based on somebody else. And so you like, keep talking about Mm -hmm. getting in this like rhythm. And I think part of Mm -hmm. that is being in the rhythm with your own body and your own family. And so for me, I know that I do my best office work in the morning. Mm -hmm. So in the morning, you know, I get up and I have my breakfast and then I just sit down and while my brain is fresh, I do that stuff that's kind of mentally taxing. And then if I, even if I'm going to paint, I don't generally paint in the morning because my brain I just don't want to paint in the morning.
1: (laughs) So yeah, exactly. I think you're, you're, everyone's got their best, their prime time, I think for Mm -hmm. sure. And before, like I said, before I had these, this set of kids, there's no way you could have, I would never have worked well in the morning. And I did my best in the evenings and late at night. So, Mm -hmm. but I think it's important that you identify it and, and then really capitalize on it. And then go for it. (laughs) Figure out when is your best time and then really take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. And I think that that takes us um, as women checking in with ourselves. I think it's easy for women to constantly give, 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 give. And sometimes it feels bad to not like to be like, okay, I can't give for a moment. Like I need to be thinking about, I need to check in with my own self here. And so like acknowledging that your own self is important and, and checking in and being flexible, like working with myself and not against myself. And then working to not be judgmental against what I'm doing or trying have just been a much more fertile ground for creativity and growth and developing better systems. Because if we sit there and we judge ourselves, we're always going to be second guessing things. We're always going to feel unsure about it. And so you mentioned earlier, every morning's a new morning. And I think that's something I think about quite a bit is just trying to remember that every morning, you know, we just had this new year and everybody feels fresh and new and that feels good. And we can remind ourselves that that is something that we can do every morning or, you know what, like. Even in the middle of the day, it's like anybody who's a horse person, sometimes you're like riding a young horse and you start practically getting in a fight with them. They've just, you've both got two different opinions about what is supposed to be (laughs) happening. And and you just have to be like, okay, okay, we're going to stop a second (laughs) <laughs> we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna pat your neck, and we're gonna we're gonna sit here and calm down. And then how do we how do we be productive? Because it's like fighting yeah. with ourselves is just like fighting with that young horse. Like you're not gonna get anywhere, yeah. and if anything, somebody's gonna get
1: upset. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think too, kind of what you're saying is, um, well, there's two things that the judgment. I think that's a a big thing um, because I feel like we're either. Judging ourselves against other women, and we think, oh, they're doing it right. They're being so much more productive than me. Because I, I do like I literally a weakness I have is there are some artists, and you're one of them. That you're, you guys, you guys are just hammering it. And I'm like, man, they're so much more productive than I am. I think, no, wait a minute. Every they, they're, they're doing their own thing. And or we judge, we judge other women like, well, they're not doing as much as I am. I mean, so like you said, that just taking it easy and just just work your own system work your own program stay in your lane (laughs) because what's what's a weakness for me or yeah it's just it's it's all good it's really good to think about and I think um too with what you're saying with I think it's a delicate balance to be careful not to let the the drive and the hard work and the determination take over because creativity is such a delicate balance. I think artists are very sensitive in in a lot of ways, but um, artists, we do, we feel everything around us. So we, sometimes we lack the drive and the discipline to carry a project through, but then sometimes we let the drive and the discipline overtake, and then we forget about the creative artistic side that got us there. So it's like, yeah, everything just works together is an integral part of all this. So
0: I think it comes down to balance, you know, and balance can, balance isn't always like everything is exactly even. Like sometimes this one side needs more than the other, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, and that's where that non judgment comes in. But I think like, yeah. as long as you are trying your best, nobody can yep, ask any right. more of you than that, like at all. And that's you will, right. you will grow and you'll gain the skills and just take advantage of the opportunities to learn. It really, it's amazing, like how much just taking an educational opportunity or like even just talking to your artist friend, who's, you know, a little bit further along than you. And, and I think recognizing, and, and this is really important for me, for Calgary Artists of America is that recognizing that we're all in this together and that all ships rise together and that there is enough to go around and there, we don't need to be feeling this constant feeling of competition with one another. And so I just, it's kind of funny to me when you mentioned like me being super productive and I'll tell you some of those are tricks of social media. (laughs) Here's a, a random, a random social media tip for people listening, but like I used to immediately post what I was working on. Like I would take this video and I'd be so excited and I want everyone to see it. And now I don't. I sit on it for a little bit because what happens is you go through these seasons like you're talking about and you might be painting prolifically. And if you've just been posting, 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 then all of a sudden, if you get sick or you have to go out of town, you have nothing to keep that engagement up. I posted a photo yesterday of this bull that I'm working on. And I had had that done last week. It was just, you're making these that's conscious really, decisions. That's
1: really neat. Yeah, yeah, so you make
0: these conscious decisions. I think we often feel um, dishonest if we do things like that. And I really... That's
1: true. Yeah, yeah, I
0: want to encourage artists to not feel that way because being an artist is a very unique sort of business and recognizing that it is a business and that you have a business mm-hmm. and a brand. And that is yeah. in some ways separate from the art that you're creating. Nobody Mm -hmm. would look at if Nike made a new shoe and they waited six months or whatever it was to post it and market it. Nobody would be like, oh, they made that shoe six months ago. That's so dishonest of them. We'd be like, oh, that's business and marketing. And it is okay for artists to do that too. When you learn how to manage social media that way, it can take so much pressure off of you because Mm -hmm. you just start learning how to be proactive instead of reactive, and you're not just flying by the seat of your pants anymore.
1: Wow, that's really good advice. See, that's, that's why we need you, Megan, <laughs> for sure,
0: for sure. Well, Kinsey, thank you so much. I know you've been so busy, and I really appreciate you sharing your time and your insights with everyone. I just hope that people are excited to get involved and join us because it's just such a great, yeah. a great community.
1: Yeah, I thank you so much, Megan. I'm really excited to see where it's headed, and and just really commend you and what you're doing. And just an honor to be here. And, and and hey, kudos, no kids barged in, so we did awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, and I look forward to more in the future and seeing seeing where it's headed.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Kenzie Artfitch and feel inspired to live all aspects of your life to the fullest. If you have a topic you'd like to hear covered in a future episode, reach out to us at calgirlartistsofamerica.org and make sure to check out Kenzie's work. Links to her website and social media can be found in our show notes.